0: hey this is taylor and this is spencer and we are the, the sages, sages of nonsense. nonsense and at least one of us is very hungover yeah you definitely are i feel f- totally fine i got litty like a titty yeah you did had me a good old time had a get together asleep. with some work friend dude that's the most embarrassing part of this whole thing so work friends yeah so like they were my work friends and uh went to a one of their houses. Sorry, Dad. My wife. Drink a bunch of tequila. Drink a bunch Yuck. of beer. Had a cornhole tournament. Like really had a killer time. Like was, I would have been down for the cornhole. Oh man, it was such a good time. Um, but I remember I looked around and all of us, because like all of us are like grown, with the exception of a handful of the guys there that mm-hmm. are some of the younger employees. All of us are like. Between 30 and 50 years old. Like yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. we're grown people. You know, like We're not old, but like we're grown. Yeah, but you've transcended past young adult to yeah. just adult. And I remember I was looking around and I was like, everyone here is so fucking wasted. <laughs> like, everyone here is just so wasted. And I picked up my phone and I looked at it. Do you know what time it was? Two in the morning. It was 7.45. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, are you serious? I was like, there's no way we're this wasted at 7.45. That is not good. No. Like, unless you stop within the next hour, not good. And I'm sure you didn't. No, we all did. That's the thing. We couldn't. We were too <laughs> wasted to continue. We got so blitzed in such a short amount of time that, like, we were all in bed by midnight. Well, that makes me feel like that. that's the difference between young drinkers and older drinkers. Is young drinkers, their drunk time is between, like, 9 and, like, am time right? yeah and older drinkers are like we start at five and we're done by 8 30 yeah everyone got there at two o'clock yeah oh boy. yeah we got there at two o'clock and because you know shit man it's a cookout it's easter tomorrow we're not all gonna be fucking wanting to be like this on easter and yet you are Yet we are by the way happy easter happy red beer easter red beer easter Bonk. i hope a Great big drunk bunny came and hid eggs up your mom's ass this morning. (laughs) Happy Easter, I hope you open one egg and inside is just red beer. It's like you open it and it just goes everywhere and slosh. You're like, what What is this? I hope you open one of those great big eggs and what you find inside is a little baby bunny that's been drowned in red beer. (laughs) That's horrible. That's what I hope you find this Easter. So, two things before. We're going to talk about some Easter stuff, but two things before we get into Easter. One the coveted popcorn bucket has arrived (laughs) hang on hang on i showed up on saturday i was present i was i was wonderfully surprised i walked uh walked up to my house after getting home and it was sitting in a box and the popcorn bucket was here so we now have obtained it we have it we are part of the cool kids who own the popcorn bucket we're on the in crowd that's right we're super dope and cool Popcorn Bucket ASMR. Okay, here we go. <laughs> all right, so this one's just this one's just a straight shot. I'm not going to be articulating the popcorn bucket at all. This is just what the popcorn bucket sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> you interrupted it! I'm sorry, I couldn't hold it. But no, yeah, so popcorn bucket is in. Has been acquired. So... That is the the first order of business. The second order of business, and I guess we can just call this as an Easter present. Um, I was at a store this week, and I came across something, and I saw it, and I knew that it had to be purchased for my good friend Spencer. So I'm going to present him with this gift on the podcast live. No fucking way! (laughs) (laughs) This is a card game? Yeah. No fucking way. So, like, this is like a dueling deck set. Like, yeah, yeah. you and I can duel with this. Yeah. I mean, I, I assume that these decks are probably identical because it was just, like, big boxes of That's fucking... Did but I say... I didn't even say yeah, what it Spencer, is. If you'd Did like I say him- it is? No, you didn't. It's a, High- it's a Highlander the card game. You which, should- like, if you guys don't know what Highlander is... Um, Do yourself a favor. And walk into oncoming traffic. <laughs> like, your life is meaningless without the Highlander. The Highlander is one of the greatest... One of the greatest 80s movies ever. So specifically, the front of the box says Highlander, the card game, Swordmaster, a Swordmaster game system starter deck. From the dawn of time we came, moving silently down through the centuries, living many secret lives, struggling to reach the time of the gathering, when the few who remain will battle to the last. In the end, there can be only one. The time of the gathering is now. Swords fly and metal gleam in this fast-paced collectible card game of sword play and intrigue. Join the immortals' eternal struggle for supremacy. Don't lose your head. Which, again, if you are super fucking lame, then you wouldn't wouldn't know this. But uh, the whole premise is that there are these people born throughout time that are immortal. Mm -hmm. And the only way they can die is to be beheaded. Yep. And, God, this is going to become the Highlander episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I kind of knew that this was going to, like... Yeah, I've spiraled. Mm. Like, I had a plan and everything. Fuck all that. Um, oh, man. So... Do you have something, like, I can cut this open with? Uh, no. This is one of the rare situations where I don't I have, have a, a pocket I have knife. A, no, my knives are downstairs. <laughs> okay, I can't think I can get it with these tweezers. Okay, sorry. Okay, okay. So, uh, there are these people called immortals... <laughs> And they can only be killed by being beheaded. So they've all become swordsmen. Mm-hmm. And what the rule is, is that they're all hunting for each other. And when they find each other, they duel. And whoever wins gets, I think it's called the quickening. Mm-hmm. And that's when basically there's a lightning storm above them and they absorb the other immortal's power. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So, Sorry about um, my dogs. The whole the whole point of the movie is about this guy uh, named McLeod, who is a Scottish immortal. Mm-hmm. Um, he is... God, this is so fucking cool. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you like it, man. I fucking do. Um this is going to be us when we're camping from now on. <laughs> it's like, we're going to play Highland Highlander. Okay. So this game. is one that's based off of the show. Yeah. The, the cards have pictures of characters and stuff. And It's great because man, it's all so very, because Highlander came out in the eighties? Yeah. Yeah. It's all like, you could tell these are super grainy eighties photos that they like copped and put on the cards, but man, yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. This is good shit. Um, So, if you cut off another immortal's head, you absorb their power. Well, this guy McLeod, who uh, was trained by Sean Connery, who is also a Scotsman. Well, okay, that's not true. He's actually a Greek with a Scottish accent who fights with a Japanese sword. He recognizes perfection in swordsmanship. And it's literally like this sword is like the sword. It was created one. by, uh, like, an emperor had it commissioned because Sean Connery was going to marry his daughter. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And uh, he had this sword made out of, like, s- sky iron. Like, oh. You know, like, it's like metal that came from a comet and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Meteor. It was folded, like, 200,000 times. Oh, and they he Lord. said it took the swordsman, like, his entire lifetime to fold it that many times. Yeah. Um, and it's just like the super dope sword. It's got a ivory handle that's a dragon. Of course, it does. And it's it's fucking co- man. I'm not kidding. You should. I'm gonna look up the sword and show it to you right now. It's I feel like this is things. this is where that came from. And like you know, you can buy like uh, katanas pretty much anywhere now. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like that's where this the the dragon-headed material handle has come from is Highlander. Like probably, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's zero historical references to that anywhere where the swords in Japan were made. And they were just like, yeah, we for the movie, we just thought it would be dope. And now people are like, oh, this is a traditional Japanese katana <laughs> because you can tell by the dragon head on the bottom. Where is it? But yeah, man, they, uh, I got these at Ollie's. I was walking through there looking for, for something. And they had boxes of these starter decks. Like That's so like fucking Like 10 cool. or 11 boxes of these starter decks. And like I don't know if this is dated, Oh, originally this was eight ninety five. How much were they? Three dollars <laughs> or two dollars? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, super dope. So, uh, so that Sean Connery sword. Well, Sean Connery is protecting MacLeod's wife one day while MacLeod is out doing whatever it is he does. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they're attacked by a evil immortal, of course, named the Kurgan and uh the kurgan is played by uh clancy brown okay you know who clancy brown is he has a very iconic voice you would definitely recognize his voice um here i want to look up a picture of clancy brown he is just a really great guy oh yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah 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 so uh so clancy brown he's been in all kinds of things from shawshank redemption the highlander obviously uh Starship Troopers. Um, Starship Troopers is the one that I recognize. I was like, yeah. I've seen him in something that, that he's was the, older. He's the uh, training sergeant. Yeah, he's an a-hole. He's also in a really good show called... Um, Excuse me? Sleepy Hollow. It was on FX for a little while. And it's basically mm. like uh, Ichabod Crane. Oh, I think I watched that. Like, it was like recent, like within the last 10 years. That, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we watched a good chunk of that. Really, The female lead in that show is absolutely gorgeous. I think she's mm-hmm. one of the most beautiful women of all time. Uh, but I digress. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Clancy Brown in this production plays the Kurgan, and he is the very evil. Ooh. Um, and you can tell he's evil because he's got a sword that when he twists the handle, uh, the handguard has spikes that go and flip out. <laughs> so you can tell he's mean. That's how you know. <laughs> I remember there was a, there was a scene where he's like he is like because hun- he's hunting the Highlander yeah because that's what he does is he hunts other immortals obviously whereas the Highlander kind of chooses like a, like a life of peace if he does get into an altercation with an immortal he'll usually win because like he was yep. trained by Sean Connery who was also a legendary swordsman yeah 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 um, but he's just really fucking good. But he's not aggressive, you know yeah, what I mean? You know. Whereas the Kurgan, like, finds him and is, like, hunting him down. And it's, like, it's he shows up in New York City and he's in this, like, seedy motel. And, like, he gets in there and he's, like, dressed as a biker and he's got, like, spikes all over him and everything like that. Of course. And uh, he goes in there and he's got a suitcase with him. And he puts a suitcase down on the bed and he opens it up. And it's just a sword that's been broken up into different pieces. Okay. And he starts snapping it together. So it's like he like puts the handle on and then he puts the cross guard on. And then like the blade is in three different pieces that insert into each other and like mm-hmm. snap in. And the whole time I'm thinking this is not a very structurally sound sword. No, not at all. Like if it can be assembled in less than thirty minutes and the parts all kept in a suitcase, he's going to get his fucking ass kicked in yeah. this sword fight. The whole thing of a sword is that if it doesn't run the full length of the bl- like the finished product all the way down through the. Like Do you the have brick- knives taped together. Yeah, like it's like, dude, you're going to get hit once and you go, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but regardless, it's still a super effective sword, and he. Uh, Uses it to almost kill the Highlander, but not quite. So just a little bit of background. Uh, The Highlander Highlander the Card Game is an out-of-print collectible card game based on the Highlander franchise of the film and TV series. It released in March of 1995. The original set had 165 cards sold in 16 card booster packs. Players built decks with over 400 card plus card sets, taking on a persona of one of the immortals depicted on the franchise. Um, it says there was a movie edition that was released in mid 1996 with It de- was an additional 450 card set with 55 card starter deck and 15 card booster pack. I also just want you to know that inside this, <laughs> inside this deck, there's two cards <laughs> that I think that are incredibly funny. One of them says, "Back away, Amanda." <laughs> Uh, Dodge the defense. Dodges all non-range attacks and may make one o- make only range attacks this turn. The other one is just says street punk. Street punk, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a dude in like. Wait, <laughs> let me see him. Yeah, he looks like a street punk. Yeah, <laughs> it says target takes one. He's damage. wearing a fucking tie. He is wearing a. The tie. street punk is wearing a tie, but he's got a gun sideways. Right, so, you know. So, dupe urban. urban. Yep. It's funny. I just looked at these on eBay, and it said that it looks the same. The same picture of what we have here. It says two packs. This someone's selling them for forty five dollars on eBay. That's man. We should go back and get the rest of them from Ollie's. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I think they might have been two dollars a deck. I don't remember, man. That's dope. The thing is, like in my brain, I saw these, and I was just like, these definitely came out in like eighties to nineties. Yeah. Well, I'm like, how did they get a a brick of these decks? Like, who had them? Because Ollie buys old stock from other stores that doesn't want it anymore, and then they resell it. And so it's just like, what store was like, they're going through their back warehouse, and they went, oh. So, dude on the cards. Yeah, yeah. The guy with the dark hair and the ponytail. He is not the main character of the movie, but rather the show. I gotcha, gotcha. So the show is actually it's pretty cool too. It follows uh, McLeod's cousin, mm-hmm. whose name is Malcolm McLeod, Malcolm and McLen. just also happens to be an immortal. Yeah, Convenient yeah. family, um, family, uh, family it's blood. Absolutely not hereditary because immortals cannot have children. Oh, okay. Well, the, yep. Okay. All so right, well, that's why they're cousins and not descendants. Connor McLeod. That's the guy from the uh, movie. Connor McLeod is from the movie. Malcolm McLeod is from combination. Connor McLeod. Ooh. Event. Make one additional attack. This additional attack is hidden. Good secret. I have no, no, uh, no idea how this works. By the the way. show was cool because it just like it broached a lot of like. Really interesting questions for the immortals. Like, what if one's in a car accident and gets his head lopped off? Like, (laughs) what happens? You know what I mean? Because, like, technically, he's beheaded. Unless you're telling me it is ruled by some sort of, like, all-knowing deity, in which case, Mm -hmm. who's the deity? Like, they just... So, basically, what they did, they was like, uh, no, you can accident... Because it is possible to accidentally get your head cut off. Yeah, yeah. If that happens and you happen to be an immortal, it's got to be a rare opportunity but what happens is, whoosh, whatever immortal is closest to you oh, they gets just, it. So, ooh. like, they could be filling out, like, loan paperwork. And, like, oh, and then it's just like, <laughs> and it's just like covered in lightning. And it's just, that guy just got struck by lightning. Yeah. Ridiculous. There was yeah. another one, there was another episode that I remember where it was. Uh, so, the, the way you find out you're immortal is you die any kind of way. Yeah, yeah. And assuming that your head is not cut off. You revive, basically. You come back to life. And after that, okay. you no longer age. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You, you know... At some point, yeah. You're that's just like, the beginning <gasps> of your immortal life. So that's why Sean Connery... Sean Connery first died when he was an old fuck. That's why he's an old fuck in the show. Mm. Now, he's not that old. He's just... He's like 1980s Sean Connery. He's just got, like, white hair and yeah, shit yeah. like that. But, you know, he's not a spring chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then... Uh, Connor McCloud, obviously, a lot of these people died in combat, you know. Mm -hmm. So they're of fighting age, of military age. And it's men, women, doesn't matter. Um, But there's one where a kid died of... It was a really dark episode. This kid died of, like, leukemia or something Mm -hmm. when he was, like, 14. Yeah. And then or no, he died of the plague like way back in the day when he was like 14 mm-hmm. and then just like woke up and his family was all dead. Mm. So he it's so sad. gained power Yeah. By deceiving immortals. So, like, he would find them. He'd be like, oh, help. I'm just this immortal kid. And I'm just a little kid. I need your help. And then as soon as that (laughs) guy falls asleep, boom, chops his head off, gains his power. (laughs) Got you, So, like, he's actually, like, kind of evil. But he also doesn't know how to fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, the whole point is, is, like, once you know his gimmick, you've got him. Just don't let him around you. You know what I mean? Just don't take a sleep. And, like, that's kind of, like, how the episode ends is, like, because he tries to pull it on... Malcolm McLeod. Oh yeah, and Malcolm McLeod figures out his scheme, and he's like, "Hey, you little shit!" Like (laughs) he's like, "I'm not going to sleep with you." Yeah, and he's like, "Well, I'm going to fight you anyway." And Malcolm McLeod's like, "You're going to fucking lose!" Like, go away. Like, bro, I'm going to dom you. But he doesn't kill the little kid, and I would have. I would have I because would have. that's not a little kid anymore No That guy's like 300 years old Yeah he's been around Right He has more social maturity Than any 30 year old you know Yeah 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 But He's also Dangerous as fuck Yeah Because he's just a wolf In sheep's clothing Like I would cut that little fucker's head off In a heartbeat Yeah Yeah I understand. But what's really cool is that Because they all come from Different cultures And everything like that They all have like Different kinds of swords And that was the fun part Of the episode It's like mm. oh, What kind of sword did this guy have He's got a scabbard That's what you put a sword in Yeah that's a <laughs> sword holder That's what they it's do like, They hold guy a sword This just has a scabbard <laughs> But yeah, man, I just thought you would like that, and it was like, Fucking it was so, dope. it was it was just like, I just saw it at the corner of my eye, and I was like, I can't not pick this up. Have we not watched, have you not watched The Highlander? No, I've seen tidbits, but like, I've never oh, sat down and watched it. buddy, we thing. gotta watch The Highlander. Oh, here's, this is also super interesting. This is on the side of the deck. It says, published by Thundercastle Games Incorporated, P.O. Box, blah, 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 Kansas City. There's a phone number, all rights reserved, created by Mike Sager. Sager, yeah. Uh... What's it? Where is it? It's on this side. I'm sorry. This box contains 52 starter deck cards. The Boba Boatax set. And it says, for tournament information in your area, call 816-363-9363. Do you think that number is still in service? We should call it. All right, guys. We're going to find out if this number's still in service. I really hope it is. Because it'll be really funny. <laughs> what if it's someone just, just a, picks a red out? phone that's covered in dust and just beeping in someone's basement. They're, like, They're calling now. It's a revival. That's three six three nine three six three. Mike Sager's gonna wake up from his cryo sleep. Please leave your message for eight one six three six two. Do we leave a message? Absolutely we leave a message. Hey, so this is um, uh, this is uh, Bobby Lee. I uh, I just found your Highlander card game at a uh, Ollie. Ask him about the tournament. I uh, it says on here I could call you about tournament information. Ask him about the tournament. So we was just wondering if by chance you still had him going. So how much do you win? You c- yeah, and what the prize is. Okay, we'll be looking for your callback. All right, thank you. Some old person's going to get that fucking call. Mike Sager. (laughs) Mike Sager's going to get it. (laughs) Mike Sager's going to be like, (gasps) they're calling. Poor Mike Sager's probably just like decrepitly old yeah just like finger painting somewhere like in a retirement home every once in a while he just says there can be only one his fucking brick cell phone is going to be ringing in his closet (laughs) everybody's going to think he's losing his mind i'd be cold imagine if we get called back like that corporation's still around and they go hey so we don't make those anymore um uh we don't know how to help you (laughs) what if they call back and they're like The prize is $100 million. It's doubled every single year since 1983. (laughs) There can be only one. There can be only one. It's it's just me and you. (laughs) They'd be like, one of us has to win. It's just like, yeah. It's like, listen, you win. All I want is 40%. (laughs) Well, see, that's... Okay, hang on. I'm taking a dab. Oh, Oh, man. Sorry, everybody had to do the drugs. Um, (laughs) What if it's just like we show up there... And they're just like, and it's that guy who played Malcolm McCloud, <laughs> except he's just like super <laughs> overweight and has like a bald spot cul de like still with his ponytail, Still holding the sword in the <laughs> trench coat. And he's just like, yeah. You can be only one. And it's like the two of us have to fight him. And like, I feel like if that's the case, what we should do, whether we have to sword fight him or duel him in the card game, mm-hmm. I feel like no matter what we should do, the two of us should focus on bringing him down yep. and then just do a gentleman's duel. Yeah. 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 Like. Yep. First one to three points. Yeah. And then it's just like, nobody has to die. We all get money. No, there can be only one. Oh. There can be only what if, what one. What is if the consolation, consultation prize is, or consolation prize is like, well, you get $500,000. I'd be like, dope. All right, let's go. Then I would sword fight you for that $500,000. <laughs> <because laughs> the winner gets they, $100 million, How many can there up. be? How many can there be? When? Only one. Only when. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> that same Ollies is where I found a brick. I think it had 100 packs in it of Star Trek the trading game or the trading card game. And so like I looked is This those, the one in town here? Yeah. They just had like boxes of How boxes. often do you go there? Uh, not very often. I used to go more often and Jenna was like, "You just stop going there and buying bullshit." It's <laughs> <I was> like <laughs> Yeah. It's easy to come out of there with bullshit though. <clears throat> I mean, the thing is, um What is the dude Picard? Is it Luke Picard? Jean-Luc, Jean-Luc Picard. Cuz he was played by what's his name? Right? The the famous... He's got the announcer Kevin voice. Sorbo. Yeah, yes? No. No. Kevin Sorbo played Hercules. Uh, I, we're thinking of Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Um, no, I'm talking about the old Star Trek. Like the, the first Star Trek. That's not Jean-Luc Picard. Then who's the dude That's in the... That's Captain f- Kirk. Captain Kirk. Sorry, I don't know if Star Trek's not playing bonus. And that is... Uh, Captain Kirk is... Um, Someone. What's his name? You know. But uh, basically, I just I checked those out on, on eBay just to see. I was like, maybe these are worth something, you know? Because Star Trek's still big. William People's, Shatner. William duh. Shatner. Duh, of, of course. That. I was like, I knew his name. And I couldn't, you know, blank. Um, but I was like, Star Trek is still popular. So I looked those up. And, like, the deck, the card packs aren't really worth a lot. Like, it was worth more than I paid. So, like, if I bought a, just a fuck ton of them and sold them individually, like, I would make profit. But it was like, if you find the captain kirk card with uh shatner's picture of that his character on mm-hmm. it it like somebody had it up there for like seven or fifty dollars no fucking way yeah man we should do that and then just peel through them up here i'll fucking do that and I gotta, sell them online i gotta figure out where they're at they're in a box somewhere Dude. I, I only opened like a couple and i was like i don't know if any of these are and i was like i don't think they did hollows back then like i don't think that existed yet I don't know. Because if they did, I guarantee you any holo from that card game would be worth just money. I'm sure they did because uh, I remember this guy that I worked with at Walmart. I used to work at the second Walmart ever built. Oh, my gosh. It, Walmart number two. That's crazy. Yep, it's in Harrison, Arkansas. Harrison, Arkansas is also voted uh, one of the most racist towns <laughs> in America. That's not a joke. I know. I know. Yeah, it's, I'm laughing because it's, it's ridiculous. It's super duper true. Um <sighs> yeah. which I mean like I'm not going to say that everybody there is racist. I've met a lot of really nice people there that of course have nothing but love and hearts for other people. Yeah. But, but there there's there are a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. And uh I think I might have mentioned <clears throat> on the show before uh there when I first moved to Harrison uh there were two billboards on e- there was a billboard on either side of town mm-hmm. and one had uh it was just super straight up about it. It was a r- yellow and black sign.
1: Damn.
0: And on, obviously, it was a yellow background and black background, like one above the other. And it had the contrasting color writing on it. Yep. And it said, anti racist is a code word for anti white. Oh. Uh-huh. And I was like, boy, we're getting right to the point, aren't we? Oh. And then on the other side of town, though, there was one, it was a little bit more subtle, and it had a picture of a little white girl holding a kitten. And it said, it's not hate to love your own race. So so from a logistics standpoint, I'm like, that is a true statement, but it is not a statement that needs being said. You know what I mean? It's like, you can care about is, people, but like you saying it in that context is racist. That is, it's just one of those, it's a thought canceling statement. Yeah, it's like, it's, 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 it. yeah, it, like it, it's, it's a specific- double, it's a double meaning statement. specifically that because it's just like one of those things where... Like, I remember there was a, and I don't want to get political on here, but there was a politician from Louisiana recently that, mm-hmm. in the wake of all the defund the police and yeah, stuff yeah. like that, uh, in the wake of all that, he, in his political ad, he was basically just, like, an advertising like, look how great these cops are. Oh, yeah. And at the end of it, he said, if you want to defund the police, next time you get into trouble, call a crackhead. <laughs> and it's just like... Call a crackhead. I don't know any crackheads. That's it's just it's one of those like that is not the only options you yeah, have. No, no. Like like we could just yeah. have a more responsible and more effective police force. Yeah yeah that's yeah. That's what we could do. Yeah, we could take like, responsibility for our actions. Yeah, the idea that you either have to have like oh, police force that's not very great or nothing yeah like that's just not like they're (laughs) like like it's not take it or leave it no 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 and that's kind of the same thing as like it's not hate to love your own race it's like no it's not but that's also everyone who sees that sign also knows that that's not what you're saying yeah 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 Exactly, like it's like I'm aware that you're saying this because you mm. are racist, right? Like because because it's such a common sense thing. What you're mm. doing is you're sneakily just tongue in cheek, like, oh, are we really that bad? Yeah, you yeah. are. You super duper are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, they uh, they got some problems. They get some social issues up there, man. They get some issues. I also. I'm not going to name names on this because I don't want to <laughs> blow anybody out on how I got this information. But I have been wanting to say this, and I think I've said this before on the podcast, but if I haven't, I want to reiterate. Mm-hmm. Um, I know someone who is was more or less a journalist. And the reason I'm not giving any information on this is because yep. I don't want to blow up their spot. Okay. But like... <clears throat> If a listener is going to send us an email and be like, you're full of shit. That's not true. Like, I do got the receipts, man. Like, I'm not. I, wouldn't I just. I wouldn't just receipts. say this shit. And, uh, okay. but uh, there is a town in northern Arkansas, northern Arkansas that borders Missouri. That's where a lot of these really, I mean, that's the Ozarks. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, so it's, 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 there's a lot of poverty there. Yeah. You know, yeah. just like any other part of the nation that was forgotten by the government. You know, you look at Detroit. You look at, like, any of these inner city places, like, rural places in Texas. Like, they were just forgotten by yeah. governments, local and federal. By like everyone. Yeah, no one remembers these people. Well, there is a, I would call it a settlement, I guess, okay. in northern Arkansas that is so poor that... And, and they're not the type of poor that's like, oh, they don't have much money. Like, these people are the type of poor that, like... Even if they wanted to get a job, there's nowhere mm-hmm. for them to go to get one. Like, there's nothing in the town. Like, no, there's no place that's open. Yeah. And they can't move because they don't have the money. Gotcha. So, like, literally, these people were just abandoned out here in the middle of nowhere. And so the local government, and a lot of them are elderly. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so the local government brings in U-Haul trucks filled with groceries. Yeah, yeah. Every week, and gives out <clears throat> groceries to these people so that they don't starve to death. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not that's what I, to be clear, I'm not saying they shouldn't do that. They're doing this to save these people's lives, and I think it's right. But, what, the reason I'm bringing up the story at all, is because they bring two U-Haul trucks. And the reason they bring two U-Haul trucks is because this town is, is segregated. Yeah. Like, it is what it is. It's segregated. Mm-hmm. It's not enforced by any type of law. No, no, no. It's but it's one of those things that is not argued and is absolutely understood. Yeah, yeah. It's just there, man. And they have the U-Haul truck for the white folks groceries and the U-Haul truck for the black folks groceries. Yeah. And those lines do not talk to each other. Stand with their back to each other. Ridiculous. Yep. It's it's just be it just And it's one of those things where like my journalist friend who saw this and was taking footage and trying to interview these people. First of all, none of them wanted to speak to them. Yeah. But uh, well, why would they? Right. It's like, no, nah, I don't want to talk about that. And uh, because regardless of what color you are, you ain't from around here. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, you know, they are out there getting their groceries and everything. And my friend remarked, there were people holding children. What happens when that child needs to go to school? Yeah. There are no school buses out here. There are barely usable roads. Mm -hmm. Like... They don't. Yeah. That's probably what happens. They just don't. They just don't. And uh, regardless, took all this footage, had all this content, and started heading back to uh, the office where they worked uh, for this publication company. Mm -hmm. And somehow someone had slipped it to the governor what... They and their team were doing that day. Mm-hmm. And they got a call from their boss and was basically like, Hey, um, we're gonna have you guys work on a different project. Ooh. Just turn in everything you have on this and we'll move it to another team and we'll have, you know, whatever. How did they get you- away with doing some shit like that? I mean, how do they get away with it? How's anyone get away with anything? This I mean, is America. Like, I mean, I understand, but I'm saying, like, how did they, like, how did no one show up and be like, hey, we need to do something about this? Well, who are you going to, okay, so you're saying, like, why didn't someone like the camera crew or the journalist team? Why did anyone say anything? Yeah. Yeah. One, immediately lose your job. <sighs> Two, all of this content is digital. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you copy or replicate any of it to take it the same day that you're fired, mm-hmm. that's theft. That's theft of content. That's theft of intellectual property. Like, this was something that was gathered by this company. By you, yes, but while you were employed by this company to do it. So, yep. that's theft. So, I mean, th- that that's how. They do it because they have the money and the influence to make sure that... It don't happen. If you do something like that, it will ruin your life. Hold on. No, man. Those gamer inhalants I'm are sorry. super good for you. It has nothing to do with that. It's from being sick. Okay. I got stuff in my no- nose. In my nostrils. and your shnash. In my shnash. So, yeah. That's, uh, that's something. I'm telling you. Ozarks are a rough place, my man. Yeah, they are. Yeah, it's super. It'd be rough out there. Anyways, <laughs> so now that we've now uh, that we talked about how awful now the that we talked are, about something fun, unfortunately, we're gonna have to move on to something that's a little devastating. Time to talk about Easter because <laughs> that's today. It is today. So, what do you? what do you like what is your take on easter like when i say easter explain to me what easter is like i'm an alien uh it seems like bullshit to me personally okay which um um... i just don't really understand it like it's in the same vein as christmas but like christmas feels more like (sighs) christmas feels more like just a celebration, like a time to be merry, like something to bring up people's perspective on life during the quite possibly the dreariest time of the year. Okay, I know a lot of people don't disagree or don't disagree, don't agree. I'm sorry, um, but like I feel like it, it it's just like man, why don't we just have like a time of year where we all are just nice to each other? We give each other stuff, and I understand that's not how it works for everybody, but that's the way I like to look at it. Just outside of any kind of religious anything going on with it. But that it's just like this is just a happy time where you're kind to each other and like you give gifts to people because you care about them and you want them to know that you care about them. Um, <clears throat> so Easter has always felt like to me just absolute nonsense. And like I've, I've had <laughs> so many people like in my life, like adults specifically, who are like, well, you know, it's. Jesus. And I'm just like, what in the fuck does Jesus Christ have to do with a giant bunny who drops eggs at places? And they're just like, well, it's when he... Well, is it resurrected? I've got some... Is yeah. that the thing? Yes. And So it's just stupid. He like, is risen. I'm like, great, He is man. risen indeed. Once again, what does that have to do with a, 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 a humanoid bunny figure who gives eggs that he can't lay How to do you children? Because... Because I'm an adult. (laughs) Okay, so what you're telling me is that you're willing to accept that there is an anthropomorphic bunny. You're just not willing to accept that that anthropomorphic bunny lays eggs. No, I just... I Like, I don't know where the, the bunny... Where the eggs, like, I guess, like, I understand springtime in many cultures and many different facets and many different religions symbolizes rejuvenation, renewal, yeah. beginnings, mm-hmm. re- restarting, whatever. So, like, I get that. And, like, I get that an egg is the the, the, it's a the fertility symbol. Exactly. It is the, the essence of the initiation of life. Sure, It is the start. It's a physical representation of that that we can see every single day. Maybe it's because bunnies are very fertile. That's specifically why. That's so stupid. It's because, Taylor... That's so stupid. What do we know about bunnies? They fuck. They're good at two things. Eating and fucking. Hopping and fucking. (laughs) Making little bunnies. Making little bunnies. Most species of... uh, I guess you... Lupine animal. Yeah. Um can okay. even get pregnant while they're bearing a ba- litter. Babies. Yeah. So, like, that, sounds that would be like the equivalent of, like, knocking your wife up and then five months into the process. Double it up. Her body, yeah, her body basically is able to time it so that as one child is being birthed, that's making room for another child that is developing. The next one yeah. is ready. Isn't that fucking wild? It's insane. That's that's, how, a, that's a big no go. But you got to think. think about it. They're the equivalent of flies. Yeah, but flies aren't cute. Well, no, but I mean, they're ugly. Flies' main purpose is as it's well, it's been postulated anyway, yeah. that a fly's main purpose is as a food, food source. For, Many things yeah. subsist off of flies. Something. So, so are you saying we should start eating more bunny? Well, well, no, but that's their uh, basically genetic response to being a prey animal. Oh, so just like we got to gotta make, make a lot of them. We got to make more. Mm-hmm. Because think about it. If there's an entire food chain mm-hmm. that is supported with your species as the foundation. Yeah, yeah. If you have a litter of 12... Mm-hmm. it's probably a given that at least six ain't going to make it. Yeah, yeah. Like, at least make not going to make it to childbearing age. No, 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 yeah, they're going to get picked which, off. Which, by the way, they're them. able to get to childbearing age, like, extremely fast. It's within a year. That's so... Like, I, I'm just thinking about that in the capacity of, like, if it was a human being. And, yeah. And, like, that's just kind of gross. Yep. It's just kind of like... But then again you think about the average lifespan of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you put light. it in the context of like like cats and dogs can yeah. have babies after like a year and a half or mm-hmm. two years or whatever it is, and it's like they would be of roughly the same age as a pubescent child mm-hmm. who could technically bear another child. Gross shouldn't happen. Don't leave it alone. Quit it. Put your pants back on, <laughs> but you know Taylor. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How dare you. So but yeah, that's that's specifically why uh, lupine animals are associated that's why we have the Easter bunny. Yeah. Is because a bunny, a rabbit, is a symbol of fertility, just like an egg. So it's not so much that the rabbit is laying these eggs. Yeah. yeah. That is implied yeah. several times. But he just drops them. No, he it's not doesn't. part of any specific lore. That's just something that is assumed it's just one of these things where it's like, this is some shit started way back in the day by some people that we don't even fucking know anymore. And it's fucking weird. And we're just like, yeah, just yeah, keep going. And, and we will and, and we will get into the history of Easter and how it developed. But first, so that was your take on Easter growing up, right? Yeah. So you just kind of thought it was just a nonsense excuse for I'll, the church. To I'll say this try too. Get my favorite part about Easter. And I don't play. like really my only thing that I liked about Easter is that the my fiction play. No, absolutely not. Um, was that my grandma? Kinky bitch, I know so, you are. <laughs> so stupid. My grandma was very. Taylor is, saw his fucking math say teacher in the town pretending to be Jesus. Are you done? A gym teacher, and he's just like, oh, what is this doing to me? <laughs> <laughs> you <such> an idiot. <laughs> no, is that my grandma? Um, who is still alive because i realized the way i was saying that made it sound like she had passed away um is still alive and she is such a wonderful kind caring woman that she would put together baskets for me and my sisters every single year That's and sweet. they they were really well done baskets yeah, yeah. of like she would like actually get stuff that each of us liked and like they would be very full of like not just candy but like toys and all sorts of stuff and like That's i would fun. i would look forward to that because i know like we're going go to go grandma's today and she's going to have a gift for me and like it's not that like i only care cuz i'm getting a gift but it's like i get to go to a grandma's house which i love to do I still have to do, um, and she would give me something that basically is just like this is a a physical representation of how much I love you. Here you yeah, go. so that was cool. So that that's your yeah, that's my take. It's my that's it's your it's take me, on Easter. It's me. Well, let me tell you about um, everyone else's stupid takes. This is uh, some folks. <laughs> I don't I Probably already, not many now. I already don't like where this but is they've, going. They've probably moved on, but uh, there was a whole generation of people okay. uh, who lived in the northern Great Plains area, southern United States, what is commonly referred to as Tornado Alley. Also well, where I grew up. Yep, 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 yep. And that explains a lot. Arkansas is in it too. Barely. Okay, yeah. <laughs> explain that to the people of Little Rock. <laughs> Well, not really. So sorry, Little Rock. I hope you figure it out. He's not. He winked at me and he was like, man, fuck Little Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Just whispering. No, mouth. honest to God. We actually do need to uh, get some links up for uh, some outreach out there. It got pretty rough. And uh, our yeah, hearts, go those, hearts go out to those people. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the tornado outbreak sequence. Tornado outbreak sequence of March 1913. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So these people I'm pretty sure we're into the uh, we're into World War One at this point. Okay. No, America hasn't uh, joined yet, but regardless, tensions are high yeah, internationally. Yeah. They're high. And then this happens. Not the fun kinda of high. No, no, no. The bad kind. Composed of two outbreaks, the sequence first began with a tornado outbreak that commenced in Mississippi early on March twenty first. Several significant tornadoes occurred, one of which killed 7 people in one family and another destroyed much of Lower Peachtree, Alabama, with 27 deaths in all that town. The tornado at Lower Peachtree is estimated to have been equivalent to a violent F4 tornado on the Fujita scale, based upon damage accounts. Ascending the- is worse, correct? What tornadoes? Like 1 through 5, 5 is the worst one is the, the um, least. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Um The tornadoes occurred between 630 and 1030, uh, perhaps accounting for the high number of fatalities. So basically because everyone was at home um, and asleep, you know, like it it literally just snuck up on everybody. Well, yeah, it's like, what do you Uh, do? You're sleeping in your house and then your house is gone. In all, tornadoes in Mississippi, Georgia, and Alabama killed 48 people, perhaps more that day and injured at least 150. Jesus. On March 23rd, Easter Sunday, was the most violent tornado outbreak to affect the Northern Great Plains on so early a date in the year, a record that still stands as of 2020. That day, four F4 tornadoes affected portions of eastern Nebraska and western Iowa, killing at least 168 people. The deadliest tornado of the day was a potent f4 tornado that grew to a 0.25 mile in width as it passed through northern Holy Omaha shit. yeah so quarter mile uh, 440 yards uh, as it passed through northern Omaha Nebraska killing at least 94 people in the city proper and three in rural areas. Damage in Omaha reached at least F4 possibly even F5 intensity though confirmation of F-5 damage could not be determined from available evidence. The tornado is the 13th deadliest to ever affect the United States and the deadliest to hit the U.S. state of Nebraska as of 2014. No other violent tornado would affect Omaha for another 62 years. Outside the Great Plains, the outbreak of March 23rd also produced two F-4 tornadoes, one each in Missouri and Indiana, including a devastating path more than half mile through the southern Terre Haute, Indiana. Terre Haute. Terre Haute. T- Terre Haute, Terre Haute T- Say it one more time. Terre Haute. Terre Haute, Indiana, killing 21 people and injuring 250. So this is all coming to you from Wikipedia. This Wikipedia. is the tornado outbreak sequence of March 1913. Tornadoes are scary, ladies and gentlemen. Tornadoes are really fucking scary, man. I would honestly, like... And I think I've said this to you before. Mm -hmm. That, like, people have said that if you're in a hurricane, Mm -hmm. you can, like, get a fucking ratchet strap and find a tree. And just, like, if it's a big one, just fucking get yourself in there, man. Like a palm tree or something. Something that's got a good root system but doesn't have a lot of wind resistance. And just fucking hope you don't get... Hope a pickup truck doesn't hit you. And then pray. Yeah. yeah. But, like, a tornado is going to... Tornadoes dig. Like, I mean, they're... Yeah. There's virtually nothing left. Yeah. Tornadoes is spoopy. I wonder if it's that hurricanes aren't as devastating in the sense of wind power or wind pressure because there are particulates of water in a hurricane that would slow it down just because of wind resistance. Whereas a tornado is like it's all pressure. Well I think so a, if it grabs something Woof I think it's kinda of like uh a hurricane is basically a shotgun mm-hmm. whereas a tornado is a sniper rifle. A tornado like is a you can be a hundred yards away from a tornado and be fine. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it'll scare the poop out of you. You might get some, you know, yep. window damage or something like that. But like, it's not gonna like pick you up off the ground. Maybe you know, Maybe. depending on how big it is. Yeah. But like, if, you'll probably be okay. Like, we've seen how many pictures have you seen of where a tornado came through a town and literally just took out this house, this house, this house, and this house. Everyone else was fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just they're just weird like that. Yeah. Whereas a hurricane, because of the water flood damage, yeah, like. It's just hitting everything. It's mm-hmm. just sweeping through. Yep. So, I mean, that's pretty much the main difference where it's like you can survive a hurricane. Mm-hmm. I feel a mm-hmm. lot more. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. We should look up the data on that. Yeah. I guarantee you after those tornadoes and in that in you just talked about that were in the uh, the middle of the United States, mm-hmm. tornado alley, I guarantee you after that, that's when everybody went, when you start building basements. Yep. Because every house I had growing up and every house I knew of it growing up in Nebraska, everyone had basements. Yep. Like full concrete wall basements, no fuck arounds. And they don't here in Arkansas, and I don't know why. I think it mostly has to do with the ground composition well, because it's just so you know, expensive to dig a basement here. Because, like, here's the thing, man. You could be digging, and you could, like... You might be at, like, four or five feet down, and you're, like, pulling out rocks, and it's like, cool. And then you get down, like, six foot. And find a rock shelf. You find... Yeah, or that, or you find a boulder the size of a car, and you're like, how the fuck do we get this out of the way? Because it has to get out of the way. You, uh... You pay another $30,000 for a crane to come in to lift a 7,000-pound boulder. You just find a bunch of drunk guys and give them all sledgehammers. Oh, no. And just... That, that's what that's what prison people's is for. Free beer as long as you're hitting this rock with this hammer, man. <laughs> that sounds like a liability issue immediately. Not paying you, but, like, do you want free beer? You're when, a sledgehammer. When you're done. Rock. Yeah. Man, That's the only thing I think of. Because, like, in Nebraska, legitimately, I could dig a four-foot deep hole that's three-foot wide in probably 20 minutes by myself. Man, that sounds so fun. It's not. I mean, it's easier than here. Because, like, like, I'm telling you, like, digging I, I, as a little kid i feel like we liked digging holes Yeah, oh, yeah yeah you might find something. there was nothing more frustrating to me than digging a hole in arkansas as a five-year-old mm-hmm. just like god damn fuck yep whoop your ass boy oh yeah Sorry where i learned what a rock bar was <laughs> shit and then you gotta because it was in arkansas mm-hmm. of course i'm digging a hole under a tree that's where the shade is jackass yep yep what are you stupid now i got to fight with all these fucking roots. Yeah, man. Because I was like, when I did landscaping in Indiana, we had a um, bobcat, like a skid steer. And mm-hmm. we had a 24-inch auger that we would put on the front to do trees. And it would just whoop. Next nope. one, whoop. Not out here, baby. Like four-foot hole in like f- 10 seconds. Nope. Oh, I know. You're going to pull that auger out. A dozen times. Oh, yeah. We did that once for a fence job here. And I, tell dad, I told my dad, because I worked with my father, um, I was like, Dad, I can't. These holes aren't going anywhere because I just keep hitting rocks. <laughs> it was just like, bang, da, dang, 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 dang. And I was just like, it's not doing it, man. Yeah. I miss basements, what man. Pain if, I, in dick. if I build a house in this state, I hopefully will have enough money to build a basement. Yeah, I definitely, uh, I know I know people that can operate the machinery. Yeah. So I'm just going to rent the machinery. And just be like, hey, case beer when you're done. Yeah. Like, honestly, would just love to just hang out and drink beer and run one of those machines all day. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sounds yeah, like a good time to those people. It be I will say at some point it will become mind-numbingly boring. I don't know, man. I feel like playing with that much dirt. You'd think, man. I guess. There was like two straight weeks that my old boss had a property. I was in a giant excavator. Like probably four or five tons with a bucket that was like almost the size of half a car. And I was picking up trees and moving them for this driveway. I did that for two straight weeks, dude. I didn't have a single thought for two. Oh weeks. man. I, I was, just, that seems like oh, so much fun to me. Like it is fun. And then they just get to a point where you're like, well, oh, the shine of this has kind of worn away. And I guess now I'm down to the nitty gritty of just like, I've got 600 more trees to move. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah, dude, it was a lot. But, I mean, big machines are fun. Those I can't fun. imagine, like, if I had one, I that's I feel like I would just be happy if I just had one of those big machines mm-hmm. and property with a hill on it. Yeah. Today, I'm digging a hole. Tomorrow, I'm filling the hole. Yep. Wednesday, I'm nope, digging a hole. No, today, I'm building a giant sandcastle with my excavator. That's yeah. what I'm doing. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's why I'm grateful I got to learn on those machines, because now I have that experience. So I could just be like, nah, I got it. Don't worry. Because those guys get paid a fuck ton of money. Oh, yeah. They get paid so much goddamn money to just do that. Do you have do to that. be, like, certified to do that? I mean, it depends. Like, if you're doing it for yourself, no. Um, but if you... And also, Arkansas is weird about, like, hey, are you in city limits? All right, man, <laughs> yeah, it, it don't know. matter. <laughs> but, like, like if you work for a company, they'll be like, no, you have to be certified. Like, we need yeah, to go yeah. through training. So you can be like, oh, I know what I'm doing. They'll still be like, well, you got to go through training to make sure you get your certification because otherwise you could kill somebody." Otherwise, it's not insurable. Yeah. Because the whole thing about those machines is that, like, if you were moving two miles an hour, super slow, they are so fucking powerful. Like, my house, you could just push through all the walls. If you were just on the driveway and started driving two miles an hour, that thing would push all the way through my house into the back of, like, my property. Yeah. <laughs> Just wouldn't, nothing would stop it, man. It's crazy, dude. Oh, it's crazy. that's so cool. It's like, man, my house is so sturdy. No, it's not. Man, I think bulldozers are really dope. Oh, man. When we would get rock from this, this rock quarry, these guys were in these bulldozers that were the size of my house. Yeah. And, like, they could pick up, like, ten tons of rock in one go. And, dude, you're in a truck. I'm in a dump truck, dually, that's big. And this dude's just... You know, another 25 feet above my head. Huh? What do you need? I'm just like, oh, that one. And he'd be like, okay. And it was just insane. Crazy. Man. I need to learn how to do that. Yeah, you should. It's good for you. It's good for you. Good knowledge. Make it really valuable. I remember uh, when you and I were on a job site, you were running uh, a little... Mm-hmm. skin steer. And I kept yeah. asking, you was like, hey, man, you should teach me how to do this. That way, like, I know how to do it. And you are like, absolutely not. This is my job here. Quit muscling it on my position. Yeah. And I was like, buddy, I'm not. And like, I just, I, I would like to just get better and more effective. And you are like, no, no fuck no, no. you. Swing that shovel. Welcome, idiot. Welcome to every machine operator ever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you teach me how to do that? No. No. Because no. if you know, then they'll call you. So, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'll call your stupid ass and have you do it. Yeah. Man. It's just like, listen, I just... On a, such an honest, serious note, unless you have like a parking lot or like a giant open field where you can just like dick around, and no, there's, know a, there's that, really no safe place. Though. Yeah, that, you know, because especially if you're on someone's property, it's right? Like, dude, one wrong move, especially with that machine we had, because those um, uh, Vermeers are so jumpy that you could just sling that into the wall an <laughs> accident, and you'd be like, "Well, there goes three weeks of work." Ugh. Yeah, that would have been a nightmare. Yeah. Especially with that specific customer. I was gonna say, especially with the people we were working for, that would have really sucked. <gasps> ah! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Gotta love it, dude. So yeah. So. So uh, Easter tornadoes. Easter tornadoes. Watch out for tornadoes. Watch, out, watch today. out for the horrifying tradition of Easter tornadoes. Yeah, they're scary. Um. Uh, so what's your next? What's your next? Do you want to do Bunny Man, or do you want to just do the, the history of Easter and how Easter came to be? Fucking do Bunny Man. Okay, let's do Bunny Man. All right, so some of you may be familiar with this. Um, it's an urban legend. This is where we become a true crime podcast. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm literally just reading off of Wikipedia. Uh, That's what they do. So, Bunny Man is an urban legend about this... Uh, Versions of the legend uh, vary in the Bunny Man's names, motives, weapons, victims, descriptions of the bunny costume, or lack thereof, and sometimes even his possible death. In some accounts, victims' bodies are mutilated, and in some variations, the Bunny Man's ghost or aging specter is said to come out of his place of death each year on Halloween to commemorate his passing. Okay. Um, The gist... Let's see... Excuse me, I apologize. Okay, Fairfax County Public Library historian archivist Brian A. Conley extensively researched the Bunny Man legend. He has located two incidents of a man in a rabbit costume threatening people with an axe. Nice. Yeah, the vandalism reported uh, the vandalism reports occurred ten days apart in 1970 in Burke, Virginia. The first incident was reported the evening of October 19, 1970, by U.S. Air Force Academy cadet Robert Bennett and his fiancée, who were visiting relatives on Guinea Road in Burke. Around midnight, while returning from a football game, they reportedly parked their car in a field on Guinea Road to visit an uncle who lived across the street from where the car was parked. They were fucking... <laughs> As they sorry. sat in the front seat with the motor running... They noticed something moving outside the rear window. Moments later, the front passenger window was smashed and there was a white-clad figure standing near the broken window. Bennett turned the car around while the man screamed about them, screamed at them about trespassing, including you're on private property and I have your tag number as they drove down the road. The couple discovered a hatchet on the car floor. <gasps> When the police requested a description of the man, Bennett insisted he was wearing a white suit with long bunny ears. However, Bennett's fiancé contested her assailant did not have bunny ears on his head, but was wearing a white Cap... capriote? Mm-hmm. Oh, so she's saying basically it was a clan hood. Oh. They both remembered seeing his face clearly, but in the darkness, they could not determine his race. The police returned the hatchet to Bennett after examination. Okay. Uh, the second reported sighting occurred on the evening of October ninth, 1970, when construction security guard Paul Phillips approached a man standing on the porch of an unfinished home in Kings Park West on Guinea Road. Phillips said the man was wearing a gray, black, and white bunny costume and was about 20 years old, five foot eight, and weighed about 175 pounds. How do you know he's 20 years old if he's wearing a bunny costume? Um, when you need to see his face? I mean, I think it was just like a costume with ears. I don't think he had a full mask. Oh, okay. I'm thinking like mascot bunny. No, 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 no. Okay. Okay. Uh, The man began chopping at the porch post with a long handled (laughs) ax saying, you are trespassing. If you come any closer, I'll chop off your head. He's a Highlander. He's a Highlander. The Fairfax County Police opened investigations into <laughs> both incidents, and both were uh, eventually closed for lack of evidence. In the weeks following the incidents, more than 50 people contacted the police claiming to have seen the Bunny Man. Oh! So, that's basically the whole thing. Uh, there's a myth about an overpass. Okay. Uh, Colchester Overpass was built in 1906 near the site of Sangster Station, a Civil War-era railroad station on which was once the Orange and Alexandria Railroad. Because of its association with the legend, the overpass is a popular destination for paranormal enthusiasts oh. and curiosity seekers. Uh, interest increases the hell ha- around Halloween and starting in 2003, local authorities began controlling access to the area during that time. That's lame. Well, I mean, you know, you got a bunch of these fucking yokels clogging up. It's it's a tiny little one car tunnel yeah that goes underneath a railroad station you get all these fucking jackasses clogging 30 people like (gasps) yeah i saw him so i mean it's you know it's basically that's where they're saying the ghost of the bunny man resides yeah yeah yeah. um but you know yeah that's that's the bunny man the gist is uh so i actually heard the bunny man legend growing up Interesting. Yeah, the bunny man. I mean, not for anything local. Okay. But the idea that there was the bunny man that came out on Halloween and it was him and two guys, two other guys escaped from a mental hospital. Yeah, yeah. And broke into an abandoned house and were like searching the attic trying to stay warm. And the only thing they could find in there that. Would keep him warm was this bunny costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this one guy, they were all fighting over this bunny costume. And so the legend is that this guy went and got a hatchet from the shed and killed the other two over the bunny costume. And it just now he wears this blood soaked bunny costume and murders people on Halloween. Yeah. So. Get, get Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure was also the gist of the movie. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, I was like, I wonder if the the Bunny Man movies are based on the same legend. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Because this just says a couple of dimwitted teens get chased by a killer dressed as dressed in a bunny suit. Yeah, I mean, Psycho. I, I'm, a, it's got to be the same. Yeah, it's like you know, there's no original ideas anymore. You know that whole kit and caboodle. but it was it's really at, hard to expand on a Bunny Man murderer man. Like, I mean, how? Because how deep are you gonna make it? It's good enough that they made three of them. Oh, it's good enough. So by that you're implying that the Fast and Furious movies were—they made ten of them because they were so good. They were good enough to make money to justify making okay. more. All right. I'm not saying they're good movies. I'm good, saying, but they were good enough to make more movies for profit. I'm glad you're not saying that because it wouldn't be true. <laughs> I'm glad. Oh man. Um, so yeah, so. This brings us to the actual origins of Easter. So the stupid part. Taylor's mentioned before uh, when it came to his family history of, or family memories of Easter. Oh. I I was like, family history of the bunny man? What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) My brain got everything mixed up. I was like, no. That's how how they used to do the Easter egg hunts in Taylor's family. His dad would wake him up at midnight on Easter morning. Yeah. And they would have to find Easter eggs in the dark. Be like, Go get them. And the whole time, he's stalking them in a bunny costume. <laughs> well, just imagine your dad with his glasses on. So, just so fucking stupid. Staring down at little Taylor. Give <laughs> them sh- eggs. Your sister already looked under the air conditioner, son. There's no more there. <laughs> My dad oh, oh, is okay. not like that. Just so much... Just freakishly taller than a tiny little tailor, just like man. scaring the shit out of him. Small. Your dad's a tall motherfucker. Well, small. Off topic. My dad, my uncle, which I didn't realize how tall he was because my dad, I think, is six two. My uncle's like six five. That's crazy. And he's like, you should just like because they both play basketball. That's big for my parents. It doesn't really matter. Um, but my uncle could like his hands were so fucking big he could like palm a basketball and just like bump. <laughs> and I was just like, if anybody's the bunny man, it's Uncle Mike. Uncle Mike the Bunny Man. He's just like, he's got a Budweiser in one hand and a chainsaw in the other. (laughs) And that's Uncle Mike. (laughs) As soon as I get this fucking Bud finished, I'm going to pull the start and fucking. I just don't want to shake up my beer, so. Yeah, you know, I don't want it to foam over. That's gross. All right, it's going to take me another dab or do. One more. Yeah, so that's. Before we get into the lame lame stuff. That's. What's not lame? I mean, it's not as cool as Bunny Man. You think of the bunny man should be the new Halloween tradition? I think you you just want everything to, or yeah, Easter. I think you just want everything to be Halloween is what I was going to say. Sure, man. Absolutely. I want a Halloween house. I want to make enough money in my lifetime to have a house and have it be all like a gothic Victorian style Halloween house, secret rooms, doors. You could do that now. No, 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 no. It needs to be like at least three stories with a basement and all sorts of secret compartments and rooms and things. I think you should just put a whole bunch of secret compartments and rooms and things in here. There's where? The walls aren't thick enough way. for people to navigate. Have you not been on the uh, fucking geocaching Reddit? Oh, oh, oh. Geocaching subreddit? No, I mean, I've done some. These geocaches are geocache. insane. Oh, I know, man. I found a geocache at when I worked at Babies R Us. It was under the metal... Cover of the bottom of a light post, you know, the ones that are like on a concrete mm-hmm. cylinder and then they go way up. The little bottom is a square that just covers up the bolts. I picked it up and there was a baby doll's head under there. And inside the baby doll's head, where it should connect to the body, was a small tube. And you pulled the tube out, or opened the tube and you pulled out, it was like a piece of paper and it was like, Write your name. And I was like, These guys are weird. Yeah, super fucking weird. So, okay, this is once again coming at you from Wikipedia. Wikipedia. If you guys don't like that we use Wikipedia as a basically catch-all for our Write us factual email. information. Send um, us another website. I was just going to say, go fuck yourself. I don't give a <laughs> shit. I, I, I like Wikipedia. <laughs> he said, I think okay. Wikipedia is dope. Um, I spend hours. Uh, did you know Wikipedia has a random button? I did not know that. Yeah, so you can just randomly, just whatever. Just click a button and be like, yeah. Hmm. You know, it'll just send you a random what do we Wikipedia today? article. It's awesome. So... Easter, uh, in Western cultures is the celebration of Jesus' resurrection. Yeah, um, so that's why we, excuse me, also have Good Friday. Wasn't very good for Jesus, you know what I mean? Because he was fucking crucified that day. (laughs) You're so Did confused. you guys have the Passion Play He's on Easter at your church? No, we're Church of Christ, man. That's all Catholic, Catholic and Lutheran No, it style. ain't. It ain't. church. Not not the churches. I'll say this. Not the churches I grew up in was okay. that a thing. Maybe where people it was just were like, just toned down pff, them, in the Midwest. Them. Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. The Catholic churches in I, my town were insane. I'm telling you, I feel like, I feel like there were crucifixion plays going on in a lot more than you thought maybe not the ones you guys went to i feel like knowing your dad that's probably not your dad's thing that's the problem with with christianity as a whole there's about a thousand different church stylizations of christianity Sure, sure. so like we were just like ours was just church of christ like specifically i grew up in east hill church of christ that was the church my parents went to and then i went to all through high school middle school elementary school whatever um no, we didn't like, they didn't really do plays See, which is and stuff. We crazy to me that. because just, no, I was brought up Methodist mm-hmm. and the Church of Christ people were insane. I mean, they're all crazy, like, man. they were on par. Like, the ones that we knew were like on par with Baptists, how Baptists are down here. Mm-mm-mm. Maybe it's because like, it was Midwest, could be, could just be a cultural thing. I don't yeah. know. Nebraska, everybody's like, let's just chill out. Yeah. Let's just stay calm. We got enough problems with all this fucking corn and tornadoes. My kids don't need to see Jesus all almost naked and covered in blood. It's fine. Yeah. Well, I remember seeing it in my church. I I really only remember seeing it one year, and I don't think it went over very well. (laughs) But, oh, God. Oh, man. It's so hard. Like... They talk about cringe porn on the internet now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like that's all I can do when I think about that shit. It's just <sighs> man. So for those of you who don't know what a passion play is, it's so horrifying. horrifying. <laughs> it's Taylor's favorite. It's so scary. <sighs> Maybe that's why you don't remember seeing it was cuz your dad knew how you got when you saw the passion play, so he just like refused to take you on passion play day. Yeah, you got it. He's just like tired of my kid having to cover up his little five-year-old boner. What is wrong with you? You're the one getting a boner from the passion what play. What is actually wrong with you? So how dare you? Uh, basically, what it is is it goes through. I got plenty of boners, not very many were in church. You never got a boner in church? No, I said not very many were in church. Oh, okay. No, I have a tendency to get boners when I get tired. <laughs> That's just, just fucking, that is, as eloquently as I can put it, that is my cross oh, to bear. Oh, oh, no. Dude, it's the worst. It was the worst. When I, you get tired? Yeah, I'd get, like, tired in class, like, tired, and I would just, like, it, it wouldn't hurt. You wouldn't hear it, but in This says I'd be sitting at my desk and just, <laughs> and I'd just be like, no, oh, I guess I'm putting my book bag in my lap. Great. Yeah. Good job, buddy. I don't know what it was, man. When you get tired. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's cause you play with yourself when you go to sleep. Yes. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> Just pop, pop, yep. Bah, bah. So uh anyways. Oh, for those of you who don't know what a passion play is, it basically goes through the what do they call it? The stations of the cross. I don't fucking know. No no no, that's something else. You're basically, asking the person it, who didn't it, see it. It shows the uh final moments of Jesus. Yeah, so it's him. I mean, in know, General Diaz, but yeah, getting the cross pushed on his head or the crown pushed on his head. They give him the cross, <laughs> and it's usually just like this huge cross that, like, someone put like tiny little wheels on the bottom of it so that it's not always actually heavy and fucking up the carpet. Yeah, yeah, and because uh, that costs money. Yeah, and the actor has to oh oh fuck it's so heavily like you know heavily <laughs> like. <laughs> He's made a starfall dragging out of the this foam. cross like up and down the aisles of church and everyone's just like oh oh man it's like this awful. A couple guys dressed as like Roman legionnaires with whips and they're just like hitting the wood on the cross so like it's making the sound. Yeah, yeah. But like obviously they can't hit this other dude until that one time they smacked little Timmy right about the <laughs> eye and that eye just kind of drifts now. Yeah, it's uh and it's funny because like these people are like they didn't, like, hire, like, there's not, like, traveling troops no. of people who do the passion. They way. are con- or Congress members. They're congregation right, members. Right, yeah. So, like, if you can't find someone who looks like Jesus, i.e. has long hair and a beard, um, which the problem my church had, or would have had, like I said, I only remember them doing it one time, but the church that I went to would have had, is that all the guys with long hair and a beard at my church were tubby. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus was ripped. I've yeah. seen those statues. He had and muscles. like all the guys who are ripped had like spiky hair, so they had to put like a fake beard and mm-hmm. a wig on them, which doesn't look good because they're not going to get a good one. No, you know what I mean. No, they're in church budget, right? There's no production. We're not spending more than three dollars. Right, this. like these are like you better cut up that carpet from last year. These are Halloween. What is it? Halloween Town.
1: Fucking. Yeah.
0: Yeah, costumes. Yeah. Like the plastic gold yeah, legionnaire they, they costume. Went to Spirit Halloween. Spirit different. Halloween, that's what it is, yeah. <laughs> and uh but and like, you know, the legionnaires have like glasses on and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. But they're just whipping the shit out of this guy who's supposed to be Jesus and then at the end of it they fucking uh Put up this cross that has, you know, like a block of wood or a bucket or something underneath it so that the guy isn't actually suspended from anything and he can stand on something and he fucking... Oh, oh, they're hammering. They got the nails in my my hands. Yep. Fucking... It's just... It's so cringy and awful. I just, like... I I understand that a a visceral, physical representation of something is the best way to get a point across most of the time because an explanation or a retelling doesn't always do it. But it's also like, man, can we, well, could we not find a better way to do this? Or could we realize that maybe this isn't the best way to do this? I definitely don't think it's the best way. We're gonna pseudo abuse a member of our congregation to show everybody else. Just what kind of weird how, fucking deal is this? You gotta you gotta understand the depths of the sorrow and pain, the 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 the, the, the anguish he experienced <sighs> so that you can really feel bad about when you masturbate. So that when you when you come you feel bad about it. Yeah, man. So, okay. So that is what I think of when I think of Easter as passion plays. Mm. Um, And, you know, they do the whole thing where they take him off the cross. Sorry. They put him into the tomb. Yeah, the giant foam stone. Yep, the giant foam stone. (laughs) Oh, yeah, buddy. Oh, man. Uh, But, yeah, that's what I always think of. Yeah. Um, And then I also remember, you know, because they've got all the auxiliary bullshit Mm -hmm. that comes along with Easter. Like there's good Friday and, uh, fucking Palm Sunday, uh, spy Wednesday, which is yeah on the betrayal of Jesus. That's is mourned. Uh, Easter observing Christians commonly refer to the week before Easter as holy week, which in Christianity begins on Palm Sunday, marking the entrance of Jesus in Jerusalem, spy Wednesday, uh, and contains the days of Easter Tridum, oh, including new. Maundy Thursday commemorating the Maundy and Last Supper, as well as Good Friday commemorating the crucifixion and death of Jesus. What are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> Sorry, I misclicked. Continue. <laughs> I was like, are you rolling dice over there? No, no, what? no, 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 no. What are you talking about? Um, You're Crazy. As well as Good Friday, commemorating the crucifixion and death of Jesus Christ, in Easter, in Eastern Christianity, the same days and events are commemorated with the names and days starting with Holy or Holy and Great, and Easter itself might be called Great and Holy Pascha. <clears throat> so yeah, okay. So, uh, bah, bah, bah. in Eastern Christianity, the Paschal season ends with Pentecost as well. But the leave-taking of the great feast of Pasha is on the 39th day and the day before the Feast of Ascension. Yes. When Jesus ascended on high. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh, my God. So Which, you know, I am a Christian. Uh, I am kind of of the school of Christianity of the stories about Jesus and the things that Jesus said. Mm-hmm. Regardless of whether or not they are factually true. Mm-hmm they align themselves with someone whom I believe to be God. Mm-hmm. So like they yeah. seem like something that God, as I understand God, that seems like stuff that God would do. Yeah, yeah. So it makes sense to me. So even if it's not the strict, honest truth, um, checks out to me. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's kind of the whole thing behind faith is I feel like you just kind of got to buy it at a certain point. Yeah. Yeah like yeah. you know yeah no, I agree like as long as you can't find any hard evidence that because there are some religions yeah. around the world that are like nope dinosaurs were not real were Weren't dino- not dinosaur bones were put in the ground to fool us because the earth isn't that old and that's the devil put them there and that's the way it is it seems like a weird thing that the devil would do it seems odd to me as well God, but you know but we're gonna really get him today we're gonna we're gonna put fake guns (laughs) I know we've been wasting our fucking time what the fuck have we been doing we should convince them of lizards lizards but no so and that's I don't mean to make fun of anyone no not at all well here goes Um, it's just one of those things where like you said there's like I I don't I also have my own religious beliefs and they somewhat align with Christianity and and senses um, and and I guess one would say in the most part (sighs) But it's you're just, FSP, right? What or FSM? I don't know what that means. Flying spaghetti monster? No, no, no. We talked about that <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Um, but it it's just like, dude, there are so many holes to be poked in this, and like, I understand, like my m- most of my issues come from. It's just like we are reading a book that has been translated by. So potentially hundreds of different people, if not sure. more Oh man! from thousands of different interpretations, because like, it, it, it's like we're playing a game of telephone and hoping we're correct. Right. You know what I mean? And so I'm just like, I just, some of this stuff feels weird. And then like, I have my whole argument that a lot of people don't like when I say to them that the old Testament and the new Testament, the whole, the, the dichotomy that is built upon calling them being named that. To me, insinuates that the Old Testament was the way they lived, the New Testament is how we should live. And so I don't like I, I'm not saying there isn't value to be found within the Old Testament, but I feel like it's like people who are like, you gotta live like this and they're reading from the Old Testament. I'm like, you're kind of negating the point of the New Testament. So it's just like I'm not saying you can't take pointers from there, but if it like if we're going just like rules is written in a sense, then it's just like you shouldn't be pulling from the Old Testament. Yeah. And like, once again, that's my personal point of view on all of this. No, yeah. And like I said, there's a lot of people I've said that to, and they've gotten incredibly I, upset. I agree with you. Like, in a, in a sense, like, give or take, like, I don't think you're wrong. I, I think we should be living by the New Testament for many reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also believe that there's value in the Old Testament for Absolutely. many reasons. Like, I like you. Value comes from many different places. So it's like taking wisdom from the Old Testament doesn't mean you have to do exactly what it says. Yeah. It means you can take the information there, use it to the betterment of your life or the life of people around you. But like, if we're, if we're getting down to brass text of like, these are the rules you need to live by so that you can go to heaven. It's like old and new, new insinuates. This is the one you should follow. Now all this wisdom is to be gathered from this, but not used as the blueprint of your life. Right. Well, I was actually really fortunate. I had really, uh, good, really skilled, really intelligent teachers when it came to teaching me about the Bible Mm -hmm. growing up. Um, And one of them kind of put it to me like this. um, In the New Testament, there were a lot of hard rules, or the Old Testament, rather, there were a lot of hard rules Mm -hmm. that God, Yahweh, the God of the Israelites, Mm -hmm. the Hebrew God... um, Set down for his people. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that's where they developed rules of what you can and cannot eat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, rules of conduct, and I think a lot of those rules of conduct have been mistranslated. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of the time, they say, you know, like when a man should not lie with a man. Mm-hmm. I think I'm I am of the volition that that was mistranslated from a man should not lie with a boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I think a lot of those. Rules that are outlined that kind of marginalize a lot of people in modern society mm-hmm. were put there during translation specifically to do that. Yeah. Um, whereas if you go to the actual context of what was put down in Hebrew, mm-hmm. it's usually rules of conduct on how you treat children and how you treat animals and how you know like like this is outlining. Abuse, basically. Yeah. Like, like, this is something that is unacceptable in the eyes of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but, you know, that's up for debate. I know a lot of people debate on that. And I'm not going to tell someone they're wrong. And just, that's what I believe. Yeah. Um, well, it's just weird to me, honestly, that even if there's a potential, because once again, like, like you're talking about, there's just, I feel like there's so much translation stuff. That could yeah. be so incredibly vital that I feel like we just kind of ignore because people have been taught something for 30, 40 years of their life, and they just refuse to accept that there's anything that could potentially go against that. You yeah, know what I mean, um, but exactly what you're talking about. The first time I found out that they were just like, yeah, there's some new information coming out that they re- like people like um, linguists have been studying, and potentially in the Bible where it talks about homosexuality, it's not talking about same-sex relations, it's talking about pedophilia. Right. And it's like, if that's fucking true, dude, like, that's enough to set the world on fire. Like, if they came out, and so, like, the religious leaders of the world were like, hey, guys, we were wrong. This is exactly correct. Like, we, we found evidence to prove this is correct. We can't, we can't, questioned it anymore we were incorrect so all of the hating of gay people has been incredibly sinful like you know yeah, many it's people just i know used to monetize the church basically yeah but you know how many people i would know that would just start on fire yeah just go up in flames right that second well that's actually that's not what would happen i'll tell you exactly what would happen they wouldn't believe it yeah i mean but you know what i mean like, like i'm just saying like in a, in a, in a you know a, a over the top sense of just like just that is just ignite that is the thing that I have realized specifically about our parents and grandparents generation is when faced with the responsibility yeah of making a poor decision they almost always will die on that hill oh yeah like they will they're they will change their entire perception of the world mm-hmm to make that work in their brain. Of course. Like. Because, like, dude, I understand that we, we as a society, like, people just in general don't really like change. I get that. I do. But you know what? Sometimes we, like, without change, there can't be, um, can't be advancement. There can't yeah. be productivity. Like, if we stayed stagnant constantly, everything would eventually go bad. Yeah. Like this, it's a perfect example of this is the fact that like, and I only know this because a group in Nebraska, and I'm sure there are other people who know this, but like cornfields, you cannot plant corn year after year, after year, after year, after year, because you deplete the soil. So you can't just do that one thing over and over yeah. again and have results. You have to change what you do. You have to plant something else, or you have to give a year, or you have to whatever. Like there are things you have to do to um, rejuvenate the soil yeah. which you plant in so that you could do that thing again and so it's like that is a perfect example of like you cannot stay stagnant it right. will not work forever it won't even work for very long no you know? it's not sustainable no so it's just like another opinion I have is just that like I feel like we're using a lot of old world assimilations to and trying to apply them to modern world society and they just don't work really anymore Yeah, like there has to be some kind of alteration to make it make sense now yeah, because we don't live in the world. Cause like, because like, it it has to have context. Exactly. Because like, I've I've talked about like they talked about like e- even if like like if it still is true that like they said like homosexual relationships are wrong, it could have been that that wasn't a sin, but it was a warning of like if you fall into this and a bunch of people fall into this, there will not be people because like unfortunately, two same sex relation or people of same sex relations cannot make a baby just upon their own volition. You know. Then. Yeah. So it's like specifically then yeah so it's like they it could have just been something put in place to be like hey if you do that there won't be more people and you need more people like you gotta make more people because there aren't that many and like if you want to move up and advance and make yourselves better you need more hands in the situation you're absolutely right and that's that's one of the things that was postulated by one of my teachers is that the whole point of the old testament was we are trying to separate a nation yep like like our deity chose, rather than choosing a specific people based on geographical location, yep. rather said like, these are the types of people I want. Like, I want to make sure that my people got my back on yep. earth, so these are the things I need them to do. If you can't do that, you are not part of these people, mm-hmm. and that's cool, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I understand that based on certain translations of the Bible, it wasn't cool with God, and he, you know, was horrifyingly violent and destructive yeah, yeah, yeah. to those people. But that's, <laughs> I don't know if there's any physical evidence of God being abusive towards certain nations. I don't feel like there is. I feel like that's all based on your perception of God. And it doesn't seem like something someone I would call God would do. Yep. So I choose to believe the entire point of the old Testament is separating a nation. Yeah. And much like you were saying, uh, the Vikings kind of had, the Norse men sort of had the same mentality towards uh, relationships in that, look, bro, you can fuck whoever you want. Yeah. Like, if you and your buddy want to fuck, if you and your buddy want to fuck his wife, if your wife and his wife want to fuck each other while you two jerk each other off, you can do that. Whatever you're into, man. Like, if you're home and you got time off, do your thing. Yeah, yeah. However, everyone here has a social obligation to make little Vikings. We need more people. So no matter what you're doing, like you, yeah. you can come however you want. Yeah, yeah. So long as the product of that coming also makes little Vikings. Yeah. Like, because be, like, like life is hard. Like exactly. people die all the time. Like we need more people who are dedicated to this cause. And it comes all the way back to the rabbit conversation. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, cuz it's like especially back then in biblical times and in the same context of the viking times that you're talking about, they a lot of that just a lot of those people's lives were spent in some sense of a wartime situation. Oh, absolutely. And so it's like almost dude, perpetual. People were dying constantly. So like if you have a nation and we're like we have 100,000 people and you go to war and you lose 25,000 people and nobody makes a baby, you're like we have seventy five thousand people. Oh yeah. The other kingdom just had three hundred thousand babies, so now like in in twenty years they're going to be five hundred thousand people strong, and they're going to fucking steamroll our ass. Yeah. So it's like I don't, I don't know. So I think it was a lot of it was like I said, predicated on building a nation, but there were also things in there that I believe those people did that was questionable. Yeah. I think those people hurt a lot of people and pursued war with a lot of people. Um, and did some things that were not cool yep. at certain points. Um, again, because they were building a nation and then you get the new Testament, which teaches us how to treat, cause you know, that was around the time that by and large, the world was what it is now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like much of the civilized world was civilized mm-hmm. at the time at, in one way or another, you know, yeah. like people were at least aware of other cultures in that sense. Yeah. So I think it was one of those things where my deity realized that his nation, mm-hmm. his people was perpetual at this point. Yeah. Like it was, it was going to be fine. These this is how you need to treat people other people in the world. Yeah. And each other. Like these are the rules now. And the reason it's important is because if we don't follow the rules that were laid out to us for now, Mm -hmm. we're gonna quickly find ourselves having to build a nation again. And having to make a lot of really hard choices and doing a lot of really bad things that we would all really rather not do. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know how hard it is to build a nation when you don't have people. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's not only that it's it's kind of like what's going on in America right now. Like America is becoming so divisive and angry. Mm -hmm. It's and there are a pretty large contingent of people that will agree with the sentiment that we should go back to the way things were and wherever, however far back that goes, whatever you're talking about, it really doesn't matter because progress doesn't move backwards. No. So you have to move forward. Yeah. And if you got people who are already determined to go back and do things the way that we've already done them, Mm -hmm. then that that cancels out any forward progress done by anyone yeah. else. You well, know, it, it also just doesn't make any sense because I'm like, if something works, cool, then continue to use it. But like, that's not going backwards, right? Exactly. That, that's you recognizing that something is viable and using it in such a manner to continue going. But like, looking back at like, let's say one people like to look at a lot is like the 40s and the 50s of like, just how things worked. It's like we cannot go back to that time. Like, there's no way that's going to happen. One, there's too many people. There's too many opinions. There's too many better ways to do things. But two, it's like it is nonsensical to think stepping back to that point would further our planet in any capacity. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, I just... I don't know, man. Like I think we should always be looking for a better way to do what we're doing. You know what I mean? Yes, let's perfect what we got, man. Yeah. Let's let's make all this better. Cuz most assuredly, most assuredly, there will always be a better way to do stuff. There will always be a better yeah. way. Yeah. Like some things maybe not. Like or I shouldn't say maybe not. I'm I'm sure there are things out there that it's like there is not a but more effective way to do this thing. As an example, toilet paper seemed like a home run. Yeah. And then they came out with a bidet, and they were like, "Dude, we look at listen to us. We're not going to cut down trees. We're gonna, we're just going to use a something we already used to clean ourselves. Just a little bit, just a little bit of it. So it's a little bit extra of what we're already using. Just a little bit. And you're going to be way and, cleaner. Yeah, and we, and you know what? Sanitary. Yeah, everyone's happier about you're, this. You're even going to get a little spritz of perfume. Do nope. they? No. <laughs> I was no, going to no, say no, no, it no. like, ooh, dude, that does remind me. They're uh. There are new gas stations in Little Rock called the Squirrel Gas Stations. Yeah, yeah. I've seen them. I stopped at the first one that opened and I had to go to the bathroom first. And then I was getting snacks and then I got gas. And in the bathroom is a single person bathroom, a unisex bathroom, just one bathroom. They had a bidet. And I went, nope, no, no. This is a gas station restroom. I was like, there could be cocaine on that nozzle. There could be, I don't even know. You know what I mean? Like, there could be anthrax. I really wish that we had listeners outside of the US so that they could understand what we were just talking about how like I was watching a video today about a uh person that was overseas mm-hmm. and heard a car backfire and ducked down. Yeah yeah and they were from like uh like this this person was from America but yeah, they were non American country. A non American country and uh the people around them just kind of like haha that's weird Oh, that's sad. Oh, yeah. Like, you guys are scared of bullets. Yeah, you guys are scared of guns. Sometimes, and I mean, I know it's not that way for everyone. No, but like no, no, no. I know for me, like I'm I'm scared of yeah yeah. Gun. Like I feel like we live in a place in the United States where like guns are super easily accessed, mm-hmm. and it's scary. Yeah. Um. But I digress. Back to Easter. Sorry, everybody. Uh, Taylor just gets on these rants, and you just got to let him You just got to oh, let yeah, him go. It's me. It's You're him. Right, yeah. Um, you got it, you piece of <laughs> shit. So uh, it's Easter, as we know it now, mm-hmm. is uh, derived from the Anglo-Saxon festival for the goddess Eostre. Oh, Eostre. Yes. Uh, basically, she is the fertility goddess, and it was celebrated with uh, breads and treats in the shapes of rabbits, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, Creatures of high fertility. I don't think it was part of it to eat the rabbit. No, no, no. That seems counterintuitive. Just to, like, their representation. Right, right. But And also eggs, because, as you said, eggs are a fertility symbol. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and, you know, it's, it's celebrated in the springtime. That's whenever you're... You know, make it to baby. The the earth is rejuvenating, yeah, like yeah. like it's coming back from Everything the winter is time. Opening it's, up, things are blossoming and yeah. blooming. It's beautiful times, happy times, beautiful times. Uh, so much like what they did with Yule mm-hmm. in Christmas, mm-hmm. which I don't know, my 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 Yole. pop your bubble on this Yole too, but um. Jesus was not born in September. No, fucking in, what? Jesus was not born in December. What? No. No! I know. Christ told Mass. I know. You, th- you. I know everyone has images of these like, snow capped desert dunes <laughs> in, in uh, Bethlehem. Where it's so ridiculous. Santa and Black Santa <laughs> and Asian Santa came mm-hmm. as the three wise men bearing gifts. Yeah, yeah. And the camels and the donkeys were gathered round. I'm St. Claus. No, that's not. St. Orcliffe. Unfortunately, that is not how it happened. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people, most historians believe he was born in April. Yeah. Um, regardless, uh,. I think we just do that once again because winter is potentially the most depressing season because it is the darkest and the coldest. People are like, we need to look forward to something. This one, Jesus. So what it is is whenever Christianity came to pagan. The rest of the planet. Yeah, everyone else basically. (laughs) Whenever uh, Christianity was introduced to pagan cultures – Uh, European pagan cultures, Mm -hmm. European pagan cultures had uh, traditions like Yule and Easter and stuff like that, where they would celebrate fertility and wintertime. And, you know, they just had all these traditions that were already set out. People all over the place were doing them. It was kind of just interchangeable between whatever kind of gods you were into. It was super open and basically just a reason for communities to get together and love one another. Yeah, yeah. Um, Christianity swooped in and was like, how can we make all of this? dance to our music. Yeah, it's like we need to get this jive down with so, what we're doing. So what are the things that we need to celebrate about Christianity? Well, obviously, we need to celebrate the birth of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Then we also need to celebrate his resurrection on the cross, or from the his death on the cross. Um, so that's where those two things fit in, is uh, they basically looked at the pagan holiday calendar and was like, well, we're not doing anything in December. Make that Jesus's birthday. Yeah, yeah. And then you can come in and say, oh, we want you all to be Christians. And guess what? You don't even have to change your traditions. Because that thing you do when it starts snowing outside, we have a thing for that too. It's called Christmas, except we give gifts. Yeah, so it's all the things you like, and there's gifts. And they're like, well, we kind of give gifts too. Why can't we just keep doing our own things? It's like, because we're Christians, and if you don't, we'll get you. Yeah, yeah. So, of course we will. Basically did the same thing to Easter. They, you know co-opted this pagan holiday and made it a christian holiday and that's why we still have easter bunny and easter eggs is because those are timeless traditions yeah yeah from our european ancestors not our american ancestors because they didn't do that yeah actually you know what i wonder what the native american springtime celebration is Probably something dope. Spring equinox. Getcha. Yeah, and it's basically yeah they do the same shit. It's they just have a fucking party because everything's beautiful again. Yeah, yeah. Good for them. Good for them. And thank God we came and brought them Coca Cola and blankets. Otherwise, can you imagine? Dude, I don't even know what they'd be doing. I'm, I'm telling probably, you, probably drinking deer blood and singing happy songs or something. You know. I don't think they drink (laughs) tea. I apologize. I apologize. That was that was uncouth. (laughs) Anyways, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're just crazy people. I will. I will say this. Say it. Something does need to be said about. There are the plight of the white man. No, 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 no. I hear you. Shut up. No. There, there are hundreds of religions, you know. There, there are many, many religions yeah. that span the, the, entire, the entire length of the Earth's um, lifetime. It is something to be said of how quickly Christianity, like a virus, infected every continent, country, and people on the planet. Well, yeah, the Roman Empire realized that they could monetize this religion, I mean, like, and I understand, but when I'm just... you like, monetize a religion, you basically make it unstoppable. Like, like I'm just saying, like, it is, it is crazy to think about just how far-reaching Christianity, in whatever mm-hmm. subsect of Christianity it is, has expanded itself. Because, like, I'm pretty sure there's not a country on the planet, except for maybe, like, tribes of... Um, like, groups of tribal people in, like... South America or Africa are like untouched peoples, you mm-hmm. know, who just like are like, no, we don't really give a shit about what you guys got going on. Like I yeah, yeah. say hi, but that's it. Like other than them, but like, I, I don't want to say modern. Cause that gives a weird connotation to my, my statement, but like industrialized, I should say countries, Christianity has wormed its way in to some group of people there, even in countries where it's illegal to be Christians. Oh yeah. Like it's just crazy to me. Because, like, like, Buddhism isn't like that. like I, no. I know there's Buddhism in most places, but, like, I don't, like, but it's not, like, as prevalent and no, aware I mean, and, like, consistently pushed. Buddhism, Hinduism, Taoism. It's probably because they're just like, hey, man, take it or leave it. Yeah, I mean. They're not like, Judaism, you better believe this or we're going to kill you. Judaism, Islam, like, they just, I feel like those religions all understand instinctually that monetizing one's faith is super fucked up (laughs) (laughs) because, because that is, that is how Christianity works. Yeah. Like if your dad donates a half a million dollars to a church and gets a basketball court and an annex named after him, that is monetizing his faith. To the layman yeah. of that church, they are going to look up and see your dad's name and think, wow, what an incredibly pious guy. He paid all this to the church. And I'm not saying that your dad isn't <laughs> mm-hmm. a good person. I'm just, as an example, it's just like, that is not, that is an indicator of his charity for sure. That's an indicator of him wanting to support his community. But, like, that does not make him a more worthy of heaven. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like, but that is no. the association yeah. that the layman would make. You know what this makes me think of? hmm did you ever did you ever watch the movie? I think it's Gods of Egypt. I wait. No, I didn't. Oh man. Okay. So uh, I it's the same as uh, Clash of the Titans, right? Same director as Clash of the Titans. I have no idea. Probably because it felt felt very similar. But the dude from 300, whatever that actor's name is. Rod Butler? Yeah, yeah. So he's in it and like a couple other guys. Basically the gods are real. They live on the human plane and like the humans bring them stuff and they're like huge giants and they can turn into crazy stuff. Cool. And basically like the the king of the gods of Egypt um, makes decides how people get into the afterlife. So like initially it was like your your what was it? I can't even remember. It was like it was like your contributions to um like physical contributions to the good of whatever is important, or something like that. I can't remember. Um, but then, like the Jared Butler's character, the evil god takes over, and he's like, "No, it's all about money. If you can't pay enough, you ain't getting in." And I was just like, "That is a perfect approximation of what people in Christianity yeah, sometimes think." Absolutely. Of just like, if you're de- if you don't do enough. You can go give, to hell. You you know I'm not going to tell you how much you put in the tray. Just give what's on your heart. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is nice at the end of the movie they change it. They're like, no, it's going to be based on a person's character and their actions in their life decides whether. Boo! And I was like, I like that man because I firmly believe that the New Testament, in its most layman sense, is saying love each other, be kind, be respectful, treat one another the way you would like to be treated, and if you do those things, you're doing good. And see, that's the other thing that I like. Uh, That same teacher that I was talking about earlier also explained to me that the best way to read the Bible is from the perspective of a Jewish person. Yep. Because it was written by Jewish people. Mm -hmm. So if you look at it in that context, there really isn't that much of a focus on hell. No. Like, really, the afterlife in general isn't really addressed that much. The whole point of the story is how you treat one another throughout your daily life. Yeah. And that's kind of where I feel like a lot of the culture war Christian bullshit is just abject nonsense to me. Because so much of it, there is like, there is no focus on it in the text. There is no focus on it in the Bible because it doesn't fucking matter. Yep. Yeah. Like you're, you're choosing a single thing to harp on just so that you can isolate a smaller, isolate and ostracize a smaller group of you. And that's just silly. Like you're, you're creating a bad guy where there doesn't need to be one. Exactly. And again, you're doing it to drive up profit. It's like, man, sometimes there isn't a bad guy. Sometimes it's just about how you act. Yeah, sometimes it's just better for all of us to be kinder to one another. Yeah, it's like, why don't you just not be a piece of shit? That's what it's so funny to Crazy. me. Crazy. Like, whenever, like, so many times, like, European settlers would come to, like, native places in South America and North America and stuff like that. And they were in, they would encounter these, quote, unquote, uncivilized peoples, you know, yeah. who had cultures that were thousands of year old, years old and cultures all their own that were just as valuable. Mm-hmm. They just weren't white. And uh, they would just be like, wow, it's crazy. Look at them all farming <laughs> without any type of government or structural hierarchy or anything like that. And everybody's <laughs> like, no, we just kind of figured it was cool just to be kind to one another. Yeah. Like we all just decided aeons ago that we weren't going to do this for the rest of our lives. Yep. So we just decided to be cool. Yeah. yeah. And now we don't need <clears throat> fucking. War and armies and shit like that. We just yep. kind of decided to be chill. Let's just 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 hang out, man. Yeah, be be dope. And it's easy for you guys to do when you don't have three hundred year long winters like we had in Europe. All right, it makes you a bit crabby. <laughs> yeah. So have a happy, 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 happy. Have Easter. a happy fucking Easter. Yeah, happy, yeah, hey. yeah. <sighs> if you have a child that's <laughs> under five hit him in the face with a hard boiled egg <laughs> <laughs> god I just got a, such a visual image it's a little fire like hey mama oh, bam uh, losing their shit but yeah man be good to each other yeah don't just don't be a piece of shit it's not that hard don't hit the little kid on Easter enjoy your Easter's have some good candies have some good eggs have some good bunnies Yeah, yeah fuck like a bunny eat some Easter. bunnies Oh. Celebrate the way... Bunnies celebrate. I wanted you to. That's right. <laughs> um, right. We have socials, um, Instagram and Twitter, Sages of Nonsense. You can find information about episodes of the podcast on Twitter. I'm not going to patronize you guys with a, oh, we promise you do better. Like. Spencer is finding... he it, Listen, this is a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> And for two people who don't use social media really at all, it is a whole And lot. I just got a deck of Highlander cards. He like I mean. posted pictures of cards. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's there. And, of course, we have uh, Sages and Nonsense Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to write in, tell us some some stuffs. Uh Maybe you have disagreements about uh, what we talked about in a religious sense. We'd yeah. be more than willing to listen to it. We can discuss it, have a conversation. We can definitely dialogue on that. That yeah. would be dope. Because that's the whole point. we got to build a talk about it. It doesn't matter it doesn't it's not necessarily about who's right and who's wrong it's about being able to find common ground in some capacity or at the very least being willing to agree to disagree because you ain't gonna agree with everybody yeah but you know so have a happy easter we love you guys love you guys bye